I should not be allowed to control my own finances. <laughs> I, I, I don't a, know. I kind of want to see what Charlie's reckless spending looks like. This isn't so much reckless spending as like... Oh, oh I don't care what this is. I want to see the truly Charlie reckless spending. I, I want to see Charlie with a bunker buried in his backyard yeah. covered in fidget spinners. Like... Yeah, I'm over and not fidget just, spinners. Like that's that's the issue. Like reckless spending for me would be the bunker, but like then pimping that shit out where it's like mahogany floors and like it's double deep so the radiation doubly can't get me and like funding uh fucking Elon Musk to make me auto turrets or some shit. See, yes, this is exactly this is precisely what I've signed up for. It's like, wh why and then, you... like, some kind of shag carpet on the inside of the friggin', like, bunker. Why? I got more class than shag carpet. Container. Shag carpet's hard to clean. Who knows what this, what the style will be post-apocalypse. Fair. That's very fair. I might <laughs> want the comfort and softness of a shag carpet when the world has burned. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of those, like, Twinkies in the zombie apocalypse moments. The world will soon be out of shag carpet. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know if this is what we really need to be preserving, but... Yeah, no, it's one of those things where kind of people are like, oh, what would you do with the infinite money? I'm like, I don't know, buy a shit ton of, like, missile-proof outbacks. <laughs> it's like, but why don't you want to buy, like, buy a fancy car? And I'll buy one of those, too, but I'll also buy, like, a hundred Mazda Miatas that can tank a building. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 74. One more than 73, but less than 75. Five I am... from 69. There you go. Hey! <laughs> really? My name is... Uh... Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to go there. Why wouldn't we? Come on. No, Come I, on. I, 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 I am the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> that was my nickname back in college, a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so are my coworkers' nicknames. But uh, we won't get into that one. I have yes. so many questions. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. But yes, uh, here we are at episode 74. I am, of course, Maeve Online, aka, well, not aka, Alex, aka Maeve, aka Maeve Online, aka Heinous Maeve. I've are you kidding. sure that Maeve isn't what's on your birth certificate and you've just been aliasing as Alex all these years? I might have, but I don't know. I think just for the normies out there, I should really go by Alex normies so yeah the non the non-gamer folk the nut or i guess all the foodie all the foodies who've been listening to this podcast all the time all this time and hoping that we'll shut up about video games at some point <laughs> i well, bought we are, pop you know. cards the first time in almost a decade over the weekend so oh, oh there'll geez. be some food talk yeah <laughs> well you know, for, for episode 100, we will be converting to a food cast, so you heard it for first. Maybe we will make that for episode 100. I might allow that. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Uh, Main but topic I enjoy... is cooking mama. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, I like where this is going. Welcome I to the we'll Wicked Awesome Game food cast. <laughs> and, uh, of course, as always, I am joined here today by Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak. Yo. Uh, and, of course, also joined by Jeff. Also known as Invader Gur. Unvader. Unvader? It's German. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Unvader. Did I say? I said, did I say it wrong? You said Invader. Invader Gur. Mm, oh, okay. so it's copyright infringement. Unvader Gur. Ah. Yeah, I'm a legally safe knockoff. Yeah. 
So you're gonna legally say like <laughs> Coney, Sony with a C. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck those guys. I've mm. real companies. One of these days, I want I want to get one of those Japanese Sony T-shirts. Those things are sick. <laughs> as long as it's just the Sony logo and it says Sony in Japanese. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. like. Okay. I'll write you then. Yeah. Well, there you so, go. so, Alex, how does your week? Uh, my week was, you know, there's a lot of highs and lows in my week, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Let, let's get the bad news out of the way first. So, let's say the good news is you got to be on this podcast, right? That's one of my highlights. Always the, the week, highlight. Actually. Always a highlight. Yes. Uh, so, uh, this past week I found out my mom was sick, so I was kind of on, uh, Ugh. watch oh, sorry, for my dude. mom. Yeah. Turns out, uh, kidney I stones. feels better. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dude, kinda... I wish your mom all the best and hope she feels better, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was feeling pretty crappy the past, like, maybe two days after last week's podcast recording. And so, uh, she's feeling better now. You know, it's just, uh... They got her on uh, meds and whatnot, but uh, the good news is she's okay. It's nothing bad. The bad news is though that it's a bunch of little kidney stones, so oh, they all have rapid to get fire. flushed out. Yep, they all have to come out the old-fashioned way. There's no surgery Ugh. kind of thing for that. So, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, Can they do the sonic thing to break them up or nah? I don't know. I di- I didn't get any other details other than uh, it's a few, and they got her on meds, so. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of on standby to take her to the hospital if she got worse or anything like that, but looks like she's, uh, she's doing all right. That's a stubborn, stubborn old lady. She, uh, still went to work throughout the week. <laughs> hey. Wow. So. Yeah, yeah. that is a tough cookie. Yeah, she's a stubborn woman, you know, but, you know, it's, it's the work ethic, growing up on a farm kind of thing, you know, so, yep, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, that's kind of the low. Uh, as far as a high goes, uh, had a little mini get together with some folks this past weekend. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Charlie and his girlfriend were unable to attend, but, uh, oh, I got stories about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I should have gone. No. I, I should have gone and played with your dogs. I, oh. that would have been a better use of my time than what I wound up doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll probably set up some other board game night at some point in the future and we'll definitely have you guys over. Um, uh, yeah, where's my invite? You're more than welcome too. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's awfully pale. That's oh, yeah. fine. I just don't want you to burn up when you get into the atmosphere of like so- SoCal right now. Because God, my car today was fucking 100 degrees. Fuck yeah, that place, man. Hmm, it's, it's starting to get cold here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. This is the time of year where I get envious of people back east. Yeah, oh no, yesterday was the first us. sweatshirt day. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Fuck you and your sweatshirt day. It's called November here. I miss (laughs) that so much. (laughs) Oh, when I'm digging my car out of snow, you'll remember. I yeah (laughs) yeah. I'm just the only person in New Hampshire who doesn't mind it. (laughs) Touche. All right, I'll give you that. But uh, yeah. So uh, on the higher note of things, got a new WoW patch, so I'm happy about that. And of course, Destiny Two PC beta. Cue air horns here. Do you want to talk about that now? There you go. So uh, we'll talk about it later on, but uh, I got to say that's that's actually been pretty nah, fucking fuck sweet. Let's just, let's just talk about it now. It's going to be a chunk of my week, too, I guess. So <laughs> let's just get into it. Well, I was going to add some more before we jumped into the other thing. Fair. 
We'll, we'll go over it during Charlie's week. Fair. Yeah. We'll, we'll that, jump that, into that's there. coming fast, fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the last thing, I guess, before uh, we we jump off of my thing is uh, I went to go to the movies after a long period of time recently. And I went to go see a Goofy movie. If you remember that film. I do. The Dream What's of the doing 90s in theaters? is alive? Uh, so they had it. Like, the El Capitan here. In oh, California. fuck that. That doesn't count as a movie theater. It's a nice theater. I like it. it. That's not a movie theater. So you they, can't. They, ha- <laughs> they have it running for the next couple of weeks. And so my girlfriend and I love the movie. And it's one of the few movies I've seen. Uh, so I, I, I went to go see it with her and we had a good time. And for those nice. confused why I'm saying fuck that, that's not a movie theater. The El Capitan is, is it on this? It's at the Disney, like, um, uh, City Walk equivalent, right? Well, no, it's, it's actually in Hollywood. Oh, right. So, yeah, but it's Disney operated, meaning, like, it's, yes. it basically only shows stuff Disney says is okay, and it's themed up the wazoo, and the tickets range from weirdly expensive to, like, huh, maybe this show might be free, actually. And they do all kinds of stuff where it's like, hey, we're showing, like, they were showing Lion King at one point a couple months back. It's like, but not the, like, digital remaster. They dug out the film vault for it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling that place a movie theater is like calling Disneyland a state park. Well, just state farm me up. Or state state farm. Wow, state park me up, I don't know up, if man. that was a compliment or not. Yeah, it's... I'm kind of like, where do you go with that? No, it's it's more, it's like, anytime you talk about the El Capitan, it's like, it's a movie theater. Fuck you, no, it's not. It's a Disney attraction. Located okay, in not a, Disney. A, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. But yeah, um, so I went to go see that movie, even though in, in my, not exactly a theater, but a theater? Theater? So, is that an acceptable name for it? Yeah. I, call it that? I just like drawing attention to the fact that people are like, oh, I went to the El Capitan. Are all theaters in L.A. like this? No. Most of them have people shooting at the screens. <laughs> oh, funny story. And I, I'll save it for another day, or maybe I can just tell it now. I went to go see a horror movie at a theater in the hood, and everyone kept yelling at the fucking screen. And it got so annoying, at one point, somebody theater just flat out yelled, Shut the fuck up! Yeah. And some dudes got mad, and apparently they wanted to start a fight afterwards. I guess it was like these six dudes... Turns out the dude who yelled shut the fuck up was there with about 10 to 12 dudes. So those guys eventually, realizing they were outnumbered, shut the fuck up. But it was a nice uh, nice turn of events in that situation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, theaters. I, part of the reason I don't like going to theaters in my neighborhood, they're, they're, they're kind of like that. I will drive far away to, like, Manhattan Beach. For a movie theater. Yeah, they fixed the movie theater near me. It used to be this fantastic shithole of a theater that, uh, like, A, it was super cheap was what I liked about it, and B, I, I think I saw two women go into labor there, and their husbands and or boyfriends were like, hold on, let, let, let's finish the movie before we take you to the hospital. Like, the, the people wait, that attended what? it were fucking scumbags. It was great. What the fuck? I... It got fixed now. It's now a nice theater with leather chairs that recline and stuff like that. But I remember back when they had a theater, just the screen was cut down the center of it because it got torn somehow or something. And they just kind of like taped (laughs) it back together and didn't give a fuck. They're just projecting on a fucking sheet. Basically. 
I mean, I really liked Alex's story where some person decided, I'm going to get into essentially gang violence with someone, but let me finish this movie first. Oh, no, that, yeah. and that was I, every Charles movie at my that. place. Yeah. Like, like I, I swear to God, I think I was there once where someone shot at the screen. What the fuck? I, I think that's when I saw Batman, actually. Which was extra was fucked it, up. Was it the Batman with Mr. Freeze? I could. I don't remember I could anymore. Understand it then. I. <laughs> I've not lived in L.A. that long, man. This is near me. Oh. Yeah, no. I. I. The, before that theater got fixed, like I, I was there for people just throwing shit at the screen. I was definitely there. Like there was a fight in the movie theater that no one noticed because, I think I saw someone tear a chair out of the ground and hit someone with it there once. <laughs> like the, the the place employed four of the burliest bodyguards that did not give a fuck I've ever been to ever seen at a movie theater. Huh. Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, that that you got me beat on that one. I, I, I I'm so sad they fixed it. I used to be able to see movies for two dollars. <laughs> Well, that's usually the perk of those theaters. You yeah. have really, you know, shitty environment, but man, those tickets are cheap as hell. Yeah. So, I guess it works out in that sense. How to Train Your Dragon 2 is better when a, I'm a I think, Indian family of nine people gets in a fight with each other during the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I can imagine that would be more entertaining than what that film had to provide. I it was also always great seeing an R-rated movie there at, like, 10 p.m. on a Tuesday, and there'd be some cholo-ass motherfuckers, like, their two-year-old there, and you'd just be like, you are the worst parents ever. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, God. Age restrictions aren't stopping my daughter from seeing AVP2. <laughs> she came to see the big bunny creature. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than that, that's pretty much, you know, oh, one more thing. I finally went to Trejo's Tacos to try that out. Okay. And? They fucking suck. I, that's good to know. I've tried going there twice. Don't. I will it's, stop trying. It's not that great. The only thing that's decent is a carne asada. But everything else is not that great. As far as tacos go. So what was the recipe you just said? And what's in it? Uh, it's like, it's like. Ranch style steak, so to speak. Ranch I guess style that's a, steak. It's like marinated steak, pretty much is what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's prepared with like zesty, like orange and lemon and stuff like that. But it's mainly used for tacos. All right. And it's it wasn't that great. I couldn't even say it was kind of bad. Like, and then they had this drink called. So you guys know what an horchata is, right? Yes, what? unfortunately. Orchata? No. It, it's, a, it's a rice milk kind of drink. It's actually really good. It's very cinnamony uh... in flavor. <laughs> it's rice and milk. It's cinnamon flavored. Oh, uh... that took a turn? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree it's, with it... Family Guy and think it tastes like vomit, but... Oh, well, depends on how people make it. I know my friend's mom makes it with white chocolate, and it comes out really good. That's the chocolate fixing it. Raw horchata does not taste like chocolate. Hmm. Right, well, but I mean, continuing varies. this explanation with horchata. 
So they have this horchata thing, right? And then they have cold brew coffee. And so they have a cold or what was it? Yeah. Cold corchata, whatever they call it, which is a combination of a cold brew and horchata. And that tasted fucking terrible. Yeah, they're basically using the horchata there instead of milk in the coffee or something. But like there was it, it was bad. Like the mixture didn't even work. Their milk like the or you couldn't taste the horchata at all. The coffee just tasted like ass. So it was it was terrible. Yeah. Like I gotta say, I was thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, no, nah, me and Jen have almost gone there twice now, and every time we go there, the parking lot is too full to pull in and go too easily, so we say, fuck it, and go somewhere else. It's yeah. good to know we should stop trying. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. That is, mm, mm. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to give you a, some advice there and just say pass. Yeah, no, I, good to know. Yeah. So, as far as celebrity-owned uh, restaurants go, though, Fat Sal's still one of the best restaurants in L.A. Owned by, owned by Turtle from Entourage. Oh God! All right, well, if the food's good. That that's really the the testament more than who owns it. It's on the list of places I'm taking you next time you're out here. Awesome. It's also the least yeah. LA food ever. That was that was it, pretty much. So that's the end of mine. All right. So first Charlie's week, then Charlie's, <laughs> and then Destiny the week combined. We'll have a flow into it, sadly, because yeah. uh, no, no, organic works. Yeah. Well, that's so. Because the the thing I skipped Alex's uh, dog playing time with was I went to a punk show. I went to, it's not dead two which is some punk show out in about an hour from my place. And it fucking sucked. <laughs> I, Dropkick, was, Dropkick was playing there, and whenever they get close to L.A., I try and go see them. Even Dropkick could not salvage how bad that show was, kind of. I, when, oh, yeah, it, was, it was part of the kind of Boston to Berkeley tour they were doing, so Rancid was also there, and... When you're standing there and me first and the gimme gimmies are too legit of an act for the rest of the festival, that festival has fucked up. <laughs> when a cover band is too legit for your show. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I. Yeah, I really like their cover of uh, Favorite Things from I... the Sound of Music. <laughs> they do some good stuff. It doesn't change the fact that, like, half of that show yeah. was. Hey, most of these bands are now like in their 45, 50s. The first thing I heard upon walking into that space was one of the bands going, "Hey, please don't swear my kids here and I'm trying to teach and I don't want them learning that language yet." <laughs> Coming yeah, they weren't joking? I I don't think so. I like that was kind of the prevailing weirdness of the day. It was lots of bands that were like they're used to like certain levels of audience participation, and this crowd did not give a fuck about anyone but Rancid, and then even barely about Rancid. Oh, that's like it was just dead wow. energy the entire day. That uh, reminds me a lot of uh, it was BlizzCon couple years ago when they had Ozzy Osbourne yeah. and just watching Ozzy trying really hard to get a bunch of gamers trying to fucking like hype up and it was just a struggle 
Yeah. And I'm... you can see the disappointment on Ozzy Osbourne's face oh, that he no, tried and... to get these people, like, pumped. <laughs> the difference there being, like, these those people were there for BlizzCon. These people paid to be there, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there were some real punk fans there. The majority of people there, as best as I could tell, were, like, people in their punk rock costume. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, the best way of describing, I'm sitting on the grass at one point trying to get some shit because it's also like 100 goddamn degrees and I'm in the middle of a field for it and these two Instagram girls come up and they start posing next to the fence I'm leaning on and one pulls out a horse mask. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with the show. Aren't even taking pictures that capture the show going on. It's like, hey, we're being weird at the thing and I'm like, at least get the fucking main stage in the background of your photo or some bullshit. Like, you're yeah. getting chain link fence in woods. That's just everywhere where I grew up. <laughs> mm. Nothing shocking or subversive about this. Yeah, chain link fence, surprisingly not hard to find. Yeah, I I think it's indigenous actually. Yeah. I think it lives here. We we invaded its home. It seems that way occasionally, but yeah, I Jen was smart. Jen looked at me and said, You're crazy, I'm not going, and had some other stuff she had to get done. It's some work stuff, but like I got home from that, and I'm like, I regret going. I regret going so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you sent me the, uh, I think, you, or you either posted a picture on Instagram or you sent me a picture of the bill. And I think the only band that I recognized on that list, like that wasn't me first in the Gimme Gimme's Rancid and the Dropkicks, was I think the Wilhelm Scream. Yeah, I. Yeah, as someone who grew up being a big punk rock fan, I had high hopes for this thing. And then I was reminded that, like, most punk rock bands are shitty unless you're an angry teenager still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I do not think I'll be going back to the It's Not Dead Festival 3. But mm. I, I should have realized what this was going to be, given that it was called It's Not Dead, because, you know, some of these bands are going to start not being It's Not Dead soon. Mm. <laughs> Well, that is true. Yeah. Time stops for no man. But in the more video gamey based world of things, uh, I've been playing a bunch of Absolver. I talked about this last week. Turns out I got... I screwed up because I thought that came out last week because I got into some early access of it by accident. So that uh-huh. was cool. I wasn't supposed to talk was about it. Game was that? Absolver. So Absolver's kind of like if Jade Empire and a fighting game made a modern game and had, like, a, a sprinkle of Dark Souls in there. Like, the game really essentially has no story. It has no plot. But what it does have is a very interesting fighting system and really cool graphics. Mm-hmm. And as a result, the game is really fun to play. The premise of the game is you put on some weird mystic mask and you get in, uh, you get sent to the fight planet, essentially or like the fighting planes, and your goal is to just beat down with your fists everyone stronger than you. Mm-hmm. And it's got a stamina system, and it it feels very... It's like You only have two buttons. You have a kind of a, your normal attack, which you do combos, and you have your alt attack, which can be anything from like a shoulder check to like some giant wound-up like roundhouse kick thing. And that's where the game gets kind of cool, because it's based on your stance. And your stance is dictated by kind of your orientation to the guy you're fighting, so you've got four directions with it. Mm-hmm. 
So at, at start, the game is kind of like it's you versus two people, but it eventually escalates to you versus like five, and that's when the game starts to shine because you're like, it's got kind of a free flow combat system to it, and the combos are very much based off of like, okay, this will put you in that stance. Like, um, if I have my back to someone, I have this super damaging, like, whirl around and like elbow drop them move. But I'm I... looking at the thing now, it, it reminds me kind of like if someone had played the Assassin's Creed fighting system, realized yeah. all the problems it had with its counter system when you have people surrounding you yeah and said how can i just make that work yeah and as a result it feels really good it's that game doesn't try to do a lot what it does i think it does really really well yeah there's and, a lot of stuff where you can see they didn't get too ambitious yeah not in a bad way no it, it, i think it's like 20 bucks it's on psn and steam it might be on xbox I, for some reason i think it's not it's from Devolver Digital. It's it's a really cool indie game, especially if you're into fighting games, because it has that like brawler action game feel to it, and just the hits are so satisfying. I there's some cool stuff. Like I ran to one really cool kind of like it has kind of a Shaolin monk art aesthetic kind of design thing going on, except when it doesn't. Because I definitely fought some dude who was like in a leather jacket and like some crazy face paint skull mask thing. And have like a fur-lined coat. I was just like there too. It's like, hey, sup? Let's do this. Hmm. Now, the like story and other things built around the game really isn't one so far as I can tell. Like, basically, it's just like you're trying to be the uh, the absolver, which means you have to like become the strongest so you can beat these fuckers down. Like the the arc of that game is go to a zone and just kind of fight your way and level up and gear up and learn new moves through a zone. And then right. go to the... And that gives you a chance to fight someone stronger, and then you go to the zone after them and repeat the process all over. Okay. And it's kind of cool. Like, it's... Uh, other little weird things, there's three styles, I believe they're called, Like, and it's kind of how your counter system works, but what gets what, what's really cool is that you, there's a bunch of moves in the game. There's like a fighting game list of moves, and you learn them by A, beating people down, but the fast way to do that is actually countering and um, blocking their moves. So like a, a good way to level up an attack of some kind, if, you, if a guy has a move you think is really cool, like spend a bunch of time dodging and countering and blocking his moves, and you'll learn that move. So it's possible In to theory, grind that out. that makes sense as well. Like... Yeah. You want to learn how to punch like someone, block their punch a bunch of times. Yeah. Mm. Or, you know, cut or cut their heart out and eat it. Yeah. So Whichever's I, faster. Basically. I know, but it's like an early on boss had a really powerful kind of like spear kick move that I'm like, I want to learn that. So I spent like 10 minutes dodging and countering and blocking that move. The counter parry system's a little finicky. I haven't quite figured it out. But, but then I had that sweet ass kick move and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It's a really cool game. I I like what they're doing. I would it's got some multiplayer, like it's got an MMO fee where you kind of drop in, drop out multiplayer and there's no voice chat built into the game, but there is like an a, an emote wheel so you can have like a challenge or like a hey, you should help me out button and stuff. It's cool. Like it's 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 journey if you could fight in journey. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Mm. Yeah. 
I also played the Mario Rabbits game. Oh! AAA oh Game of the Year for uh, Lucas Studios this year? It's better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I still fucking hate the Rabbits, but uh, it's... I want to call it XCOM Light. Yeah, I was hearing about there was some kind of weird level of XCOM to this, which oh. I kind of looked at and tilted my head. Oh no, that, that, that game is undeniably XCOM. It's just not as brutal as XCOM is like that calling that game like an XCOM clone is not unfair to that it's not unfair to that game at all like it's mm-hmm. you have cover you have a gun you you have like if they're in cover it's zero percent of hitting them if they're in half cover you have 50 it's a simplified version like there's critical shots there's overwatch there's, there's some stuff all right yeah it's I still think the Rabbids are a bad character, but, you know, it kind of... Combining it with Nintendo that I think occasionally doesn't have enough fun with their stuff, it's it's kind of funny seeing a Goomba caught in, like, a giant toilet and stuff like that. Is it a little dumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But at the same time, like, it's kind of funny. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. If you have a Switch, it's worth picking up, I think, especially if you're looking for something kind of different. I will probably not be completing this because I'm not a huge XCOM fan, but I had to know what the fuck this was, and it's not bad, actually. It's, it is the best game featuring Rabbids to date. Mm-hmm. That is a bold claim, sir. <sighs> I, yeah, I, I'm not sure who's worse, the Rabbids <laughs> or the Minions. Bold claim on a low bar. <laughs> I, I don't know which iconic character I despise more, Rabbids or Minions. I think they're both terrible. Monkey the Ball? Same. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> Monkey Ball is the winner. Yep. Yeah, but so I guess that brings us time to transition to Destiny. And I, I got to tell a story before we start talking about the Destiny 2 PC beta because... Destiny! I, I, I was doing... a nap. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. So I, I was doing real good on not going like full Destiny 2 crazy. I was even pressing myself some. I, We've got to have talked about this before, but to refresh people's memory, I am the guy that within a, that a week prior to Destiny 1's release technically had seven pre-orders of that game spread out across like three different retailers trying to min-max my pre-order package. That still blows my fucking mind that you did that. Like... I think I technically pre-ordered that game into the double digits because I at one point had the Ghost Edition and canceled it because it was stupid money and then got the Collector's Edition. I I was a fucking lunatic on that. And, like, I, I legitimately, like, the week before that game came out, had to go through and cancel a ton of digital pre-orders. It was stupid. <laughs> so I, we've got to talk about this again. Like, there was a... There was a so last night around, like, God, was it midnight when I texted you guys my time or something? I I played the Destiny 2 PC beta. We'll get to that in a second. That's part of what sparked this off finally, I guess, was that beta's pretty good. That I, I, I'm digging that version of it. So I thought, like, hey, let's see if there's any deals out there for it. I should take a step back. That beta is so good it made me buy a better gaming mouse on impulse last night. 
Really? We'll talk about this in a second, but that game has the Doom issue, which that game gets infinitely better if you have a mouse with four but with um four alt buttons on it. it I personally yeah. find the default button layout for that game is sucky, but I also find most first-person shooters have incredibly bad button layouts, so we'll get to this. I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah, so to start the evening of bad decisions off, like, I now have that stupid Logitech, um, that one that's got a faster wireless rate than it can be achieved via USB. Jesus. Because I am a monster. And this so how is, does it plug in? It's wireless. Oh, it's wireless. Oh, okay. It's wireless, but its signal transfer uh, transfers faster than USB is capable of doing. Ah, is it Bluetooth wireless? Yes. Or... Okay. Yeah, it's... Oh, it has to be Bluetooth wireless. Derp. Never mind. Yeah, it's... Continue. <laughs> I... Oh, that, the Destiny Madness was in full... Like, it, it came out of me in a wave last night, so I am frantically searching online, being like, okay, I'm having up here the PC one. Maybe I get, like... On a whim, let's Google Destiny 2 Collector's Editions PC. There were none. But uh-huh. Newegg Mayor, but Newegg and this work it's kind of sketchy had a PS4 Collector's Edition available all of a sudden. Everything else fucking sold out and I go, I'm not going to buy that, am I? Oh fuck, I'm going to buy this, aren't I? <laughs> For a fucking hour, I just look at it, and I, I keep refreshing the page, keep expecting it to be like, nah, this isn't a thing. Nah, this isn't a thing. Nah, this Thank isn't God. a thing. Then I fucking caved and bought it. And then wow. canceled <laughs> down my PS4 pre-order of it because I'm a weak man. So we ju- I, I just have the... Don't worry, the stream will not be affected. I still have the digital base copy on PS4 preload. So, yeah. 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 I, I got a chance to play the beta. Yeah, so are, we, are we diving into this Let's already, talk about or? the beta. Let, let's talk about the beta. Okay. So, I got a chance to... So, luckily, I guess, if, since I have GeForce Experience installed, it said anybody who has GeForce Experience right now can join the pre-beta that you had to pre-order to get uh no no you didn't actually it opened up to everyone yesterday no no i was able to preload it before it opened up to everyone yesterday oh took a half hour to download it wasn't very big oh no i'm well it it kind of sucks because everyone was able to like it was taking people a while for people to download it like yesterday but i was able to preload it on monday because i had access to it already on monday preloading not important i got it in like a half hour so yeah, so I could have technically played it that day, but I went to bed because I had work and all that other stuff. So, um, but yeah, so I got to play it. I got to admit, I was very fucking impressed. Yeah, it's it plays really good. As someone who can honestly say they have a thousand hours in Destiny One, it feels fucking weird too. And I, I do want to throw this thing out there. A bunch of people are saying this and that about the PC versus the um, console build of that thing. That's a different build. And not just for the console. Like, little dumb things like, hey, there was only one turbine in that room again. That is a newer version of that game. So it's benefiting from all the balancing that happened after the console beta. Mm. Which is, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so much better. It's like, actually, no, everything's weaker because the bullet sponge was turned up too high on the console version. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's no, been a I, thing out there. Yeah, no, I really, really fucking like it. It runs super great. It doesn't change the fact that... I, that game feels weird on a, on a PC, and on top of that, like, it's... You need to have buttons on your mouse for that game to do all the stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, I have my Naga mouse that I already use anyway. So... Um, I just kind of bound some of the stuff on that. Yeah. And so one of the first things I did actually was started re-key binding my, my whole game. Yeah. And so once I got that going, man, it played really fucking good. Yeah, like, I ran that thing through its paces. Like, the amount of stuff you... If you gotta bind almost everything to the mouse if you can, and that's where it kind of falls apart for me, because, like, may, uh, what class were you playing? Uh, I was switching between all three. I got all three past the first story arc, but so, I was mainly playing my Warlock. Yeah, so the test I ran was, because I love the kind of dive and, and knife move you could pull as the hunter. Doing yeah. that, unless it's all mapped to a mouse, is fucking impossible. Yeah, no, I, I, I by the time I got to the hunter, I have my key bound, because like, you know the Naga mouse, the way it's yeah. set out. It's 12 buttons yep, I on have the thumb part. Yeah, you have one. So I have my my dodge on five, and then my stab at four. So all I'm doing is just going back and forth on that. Sorry, you said something, Jeff? I said doge when he said dodge. Uh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. I'll go no, back yeah. to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, be done with this so soon, I promise. Much, that's pretty much what I was doing on that, and I was kind of just dancing around, killing shit with the melee yeah. as the hunter, which was nice. But, um, yeah, no, I, I gotta say, like I've been playing Warlock more. I'm really stuck between the Titan and the Warlock at this point. I really like the way the Titan plays. I yeah. fucking love being Captain America, but I also like the drop heel that comes in handy. That'll really come in handy during strikes and stuff like that, that, that circular yeah, heel you can drop. We will have plenty to talk about next week when Destiny actually comes out. I, I want to talk more about some of the stuff in the beta, I guess, and the PC stuff. Like, hey, The general reaction I have coming off of that is they fucking need to implement cross-save. Yeah, that's a big thing I've seen people talk about it. Like, I've, I've been scouring Reddit on people talking about Destiny, and the, the biggest thing that comes up is, like, you've got to add cross-save. Like, you don't have to do cross-play, but let there be cross-save. Well, and, and like, on top of that, maybe you should drop... Uh, they need to fix controller support on the PC. Did you play with a controller on the PC? No, I did keyboard it and mouse. It is my, my broken, because it comes with an aimbot. Really? I, I, so, I, in the interest of science and because I didn't have a ton of time to dive deep into it, I kind of screwed around. I, I thought the Hunter would be the best test of, like, hey, this will be the weirdest class to play on a, on the PC, potentially, because of all the movement stuff. I did a couple, I did some stuff with it with con, with the controller and some of the stuff after I remapped a mouse for it. I had to dig out my old wired gaming mouse because I... I guess there's plenty of buttons on the Naga. I don't have the dexterity to hit all the small buttons I needed to map it, so I had mm. to dig out, like, the original Razor Mouse <laughs> that I own. Yeah. But that's not the point here. I... Uh, a hand cannon plus a controller on the PC made me an unstoppable murder beast because it was like... The way they're the way they're making they're compensating. They have an aim assist on it, and the issue is because they're counteracting against PC level of precision. It's just headshots all day, every day. Especially if you're good at the console version, it just becomes too easy. And someone raised the point of like, "Hey, 
there's ways of spoofing a mouse into thinking it's a controller. So imagine that. Well, technically, the Razer reads it as a keyboard. Yep. Like, this whole setup thing. Yeah. So <laughs> it makes sense. Huh. Yeah. I, that's going to be kind of... That's going to be some fuckery to deal with. Yeah. At, no, and so... And with that in mind, I took some time to actually meditate on what I think, and it's... That, that PC build is great. That game feels incredible on PC. I... It... it a, I wish it was coming out the same. If that game was coming out on the same day as the console stuff, the PC version was coming out. I mean, I don't know what I would do except. And, but this is where it gets kind of complicated. I don't. I, my brief experience with that beta has reminded me that PC people are toxic in ways console people can't be because you have in-game chat. Mm-hmm. You can talk to people way too fucking easily and that is gonna be a problem mm, more like the status quo yeah <laughs> no but it's it's yeah i that's a really good beta i they need cross save they really need cross save and the fact it comes out two months essentially after the console release i think is a big problem because like, I'll be honest, I'm not going to fucking wait. Like, that, as impressed as I was, you cannot get me to wait for this game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I'm still, I'm, and the thing is, this beta has just made it harder for me yeah. to decide where I'm going to go with it. Oh, no, and that that's the, like, this is why it needs cross-save, because the PS4 version is really fucking good. PC uh-huh. version, also really fucking good. The PS4 version has more content than the PC version does, though, too. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for the definitive version of Destiny, it's on the PS4 right now, currently, and it will be for probably the majority run of Destiny 2. It will, oh, in a game all about repeating the same activities over and over, little dumb things like extra strikes and extra crucible maps shouldn't matter, but they do. Yeah. No, it, it, but yeah, the PC beta was so good, it kicked off my Destiny madness where it was like, okay, let's go and fucking min-max some shit. <laughs> let's see what we can do. But yeah, I now have a copy of that on pre-order too. I got the uh. base version because I, I honestly don't know. Part of me almost thinks like, I will be definitely playing my Titan on day one for the PS4 version. Maybe I just play a hunter on PC because I don't like playing Warlock. I, it is a. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like they're denying themselves money at this point. Yeah, and like the thing is, a lot of the threads I've been reading are like, I will happily buy multiple versions of the game and the expansions if you do cross-save. Yeah. Because then I can play with my friends who are on PS4, I can jump on and do some content on PC, and I'll even buy the Xbox One version. Yeah. Like, people are, are like, open, like, please take my money, Bungie. Yeah, no, at it's... At this point. Yeah, as someone who runs a YouTube channel that does Destiny content when Destiny content is there to be made, I would love to be able to transfer my character to, to, the, P, to the Xbox One because that's where some people play. 
like during the PS4, during the Destiny 1 era, that was a problem where you literally had Twitch channels that were like, well, we appeal to Xbox players because they're who we can play with. It's, it is such a weird issue. It's like, I would happily buy a second game of the year edition of this game. Like, mm-hmm. this, this isn't rocket science. And like, so this is like, again, my meditation last night in bed when I was thinking more about this and slowly going out of my fucking skull because Destiny Madness was set upon me was the realization that my PS4 does not store my character information. Bungie does. You have to have an online connection to play Destiny. Mm-hmm. So I find it really hard to understand why cross-saving isn't possible. And I can understand the argument of like, oh, but what if you bring that sniper rifle over from the PS4 that's on the other two? Just don't fucking let me equip it. Like, it's it's already in the game. You didn't remove that from the game for the other two. You've just locked it away, which is fine. But, <laughs> like, it's stupid. They're like, oh, but what about... It's like, no, that's not a thing. You didn't remove code. It's just additional code to stop it from being accessible. Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, I cross save. You should. You, I don't even care about cross save to the Xbox One. I just want cross save to the PC because it plays really good there. But at the same time, it plays like playing that thing on a con- on a controller still feels better to me. But at the same time, you can do some cool ass shit on the PC you can't do with the console version of that game because of the precision you can pull off. Like the amount of aerial shit I was doing was fun. Yeah, it's it's a it different is- game. Yeah, and I mean, of course, as the warlock flying down and like hovering in the air yeah. and like, you know, doing that was a lot of fun. Yeah. But I can see like, I don't know, man. Like, I was pretty much set. I was gonna go PS4, but after like really playing it, it's it, it's a difficult choice. I may still do the PS4. I to put it in but, perspective, like, you know me, I'm conflicted now. Yeah. Like that's. Oh. It doesn't change the fact that I'm going to get it for PS4 because that's where it comes out first and that's the complete version for now. But, like, that's how good the PC beta was. Like, you had me going, fuck, this is really good. (laughs) But, yeah, that's enough Destiny 2 talk for this week, I think. The real game comes out next week. Uh, I will be going straight from live streaming that into recording the podcast next week, so... We'll see how that goes. Uh, I promised Jeff not too much Destiny talk this week. You awake over mm-hmm. there still? Barely. <laughs> I think that brings us to your so, week, though, man. This this is uh Sorry, this is how bro. I feel whenever you guys do uh, the spoiler cast or start talking about Persona. I that that's how I feel pretty much every time. Or just just like like yeah, yeah, I'll just occasionally throw in something there. <laughs> Gotta play as many games. So is a story. If you listened to us, you would have learned something. Yeah. Oh, I, I have gained nothing. <laughs> the only thing I have learned from you guys is that you have waifus all over the place. There's a guy who's coming that he who should not be named. You need this guy for this thing, and some dude or some persona that like you need to farm every that time. That was like ten more things than I just learned. <laughs> Except that Charlie's a fucking maniac. That's what you learn every time I talk about Destiny. Say, I don't need to learn that yeah. one. I've known that. Just continued I've known you longer than Alex has. Just By a, a significant margin. A continued confirmation. Yeah. 
So my week was much, much simpler. Uh, That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. When I said I was falling asleep, I wasn't kidding. No, I know. Um, so um, I've mostly been uh, staying late at work and playing guitar because this week I'm going to be going back and playing guitar live again uh, tomorrow, actually. Well, tomorrow with the recording of this podcast, it'll already happen by the time it goes up. Um, so I've been like nose to the wheel just practicing songs every waking minute. Um, but other than that, probably the big highlights of my life are... Uh, so in Massachusetts, or in hockey, there's a place called uh, Hockey Monkey, which sells is one of the like number one online realtors for hockey gear. Mm. And they have like one actual brick-and-mortar location. And it's in Massachusetts. And um, basically, my goalie glove, start it's starting to break. Huh. So I was like, okay, I need to go get a new one. And it's the, um, you know how it, or it folds in half? The seam is starting to actually like form Ugh. a hole. Um, and it's not leather, so I can't take it to a, get a cobbler and get it fixed. Yeah. So I wound up going and getting a new glove, and I wound up looking at uh, pads because I was like, all right, if they can get me a new set of pads for like the right price, I'll look into it. And so what's happened is CCM has bought Reebok, and CCM has decided they're discontinuing Reebok. So every single Reebok thing is on like burn it down and bury this brand as if it never existed sale. Ooh. So I got. So I got a $900 pair of goalie pads for 300 bucks. Nice. Oh, nice. So I I'm I don't think I'm going to be able to capitalize on a company merger again in one lifetime. So That's that that's some damn fine capitalization at that point too. That's that's almost buy a bunch of them and sell them on like Russian eBay for mad profit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so I got new goalie pads, so now I can start getting into butterfly goalie, which is the new hot thing, uh, for the last, like, ten fucking years. <laughs> I'm just really slow. <laughs> um, other than that, I went and I hung out with my brother and his wife this weekend, and we, uh, hung out with a bunch of his friends, went to a bar, and then we watched the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Um, and that was pretty entertaining. Um, I enjoyed it. I understand there's a lot of stuff in why some people are upset with the result and why... Uh, basically people are never going to like Floyd Mayweather and neither do I. Um, but I still, I don't think, or I don't think anyone's ever going to view that fight as Mayweather won as much as, holy shit, McGregor's f- still fucking tough as hell. Yeah, I, uh, I, good I, 10 fucking rounds. <laughs> the number of people well, that I know don't care about boxing that were like, man, fuck Mayweather. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Man went 50 and 0. He's a despicable human being, but that's still impressive as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Like, I, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll jump in on that one. I don't really care for boxing so much, and it's not so much that I don't dislike the guy. Sure, he went 50-0. and 0. I don't like him as a person. No, that's what I'm saying. He's he's a, that's, that's what we're saying. No one he's likes a despicable like, no disrespect. human being. Yeah, he's a despicable human being, but he's a boxer. And anybody who thought that fight was going to have a different outcome yeah. was talking out of their ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am going to say I have a level of separation of I can enjoy the sport of boxing without having to like the person doing it. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. clearly I don't, and I enjoyed the, the boxing match. And I do yeah. want to kind of draw that line, that stipulation. Um, 
Though I will say, like, talking to some of my friends who don't understand boxing, like, it, it was all rigged, and I'm like, do you know how long 10 rounds is? Yeah. Like, most of the fights on the card before the, like, title match are, like, six. Yeah. Someone going 10 is damn impressive. And that and the people who are on the card, all of them are professional-level yeah. boxers. Yeah. Like, even for a pro, 10 or a 13-round match and going 10 is fucking nuts. I, six is a decent match at that point. Like, and they weren't yeah. bad rounds either. I, yeah, I. So it, it doesn't change the fact that like anyone who's like anyone who thought McGregor had a chance, get your head examined a little bit, and like the dude did better than expected. I'm not gonna lie about that, but like, I, just, yeah, yeah. I wound up, or one of the uh, people at the party didn't understand, or was asking us to explain like why is the why is this match so important. And it's not, the, but... The, well, I was going to say, the analogy that got created, I really enjoyed, which was, uh, I was like, okay, what sport do you play? She's like, well, I used to play tennis. I'm like, okay, imagine Roger Federer was taking on, and then someone goes, Derek Jeter. I'm like, actually, that's the most yeah. perfect description of this there's ever been. But yeah, that kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Derek Jeter taking on Roger Federer in tennis. Um, And then after that, Basically, the next day, my I managed to dodge helping someone move, but my younger brother got dragged <laughs> into helping someone move. So nice. Um, the curse I wanted to spend the day. Yeah, me and his wife went to uh, we went guitar center hopping, just trying guitars, and we wound up the guitar center that is across the street from the Berkeley School of Music. Holy shit! Did it, what did I realize? I was the worst guy in the building by far, really fast. Um. And then, uh, or I guess one thing I forgot to say is that the uh, at the McGregor Mayweather fight, I got to introduce some more people to the uh, cult of the Jackbox and its glory. I can imagine ah. Jackboxing and boxing going along pretty well, actually. Yeah, uh, and booze. <laughs> well, if that's what the ghost that's saying, like you can't watch boxing yeah. sober. You're not an animal. Yeah, <laughs> or Jackbox. Yeah. <laughs> But basically, it's just I've been gearing up for this show I'm going to be doing, and uh, hopefully this is going to spiral into more of them. Because um, I actually, or I don't want to go do too much cart in front of horse, but uh, or I did have someone reach out and say, hey, uh, there's a multi-talent event thing going on on a certain day. If you want to play at it, I can put you in touch with the owner. Like, okay, this is going beyond, or... <laughs> This is ramping. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy this fact. I, I want to do this more. So. Hey, we're doing the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, I think I spent like 13 years learning. I'm actually finding a way to use yeah. it to my advantage. <laughs> um, but that basically brings you up to speed with me. My week was was very very grindy. Yeah. Well, I suppose that brings us to news. So the world famous something wicked studios news. I'm 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 putting that out there now. We got listeners what? in Russia. That the news. news? Yep. I should actually make a sound clip at some point. You should at some point. But make you make a sound clip. Hire me saying it. Yeah. No, no, it's still you saying it. Just the sound clip of you saying it. Well, that's what I mean. Me having to say it every week. Yeah, we'll do like 90 clips. That we'll do like 90 takes, and you'll have no voice by the end, and I'll be like. Yeah, but can you sound like you mean it? <laughs> Do it this time like as if zombies are chasing you. 
Now fast zombies. Do it now this, head crabs. Do it this time like you're balancing an apple on your toe. <laughs> what? Switch toes. Okay, now an orange. Yeah. I'm not. I'm getting too much of a banana feel out yeah. of that one. I mean, I, I understand it's your creative license, and I'm you know I'm the recording engineer, but you know if this, this is just the feedback I've got, you know. Um, so I was, you know, maybe, maybe Apple's just in the wrong direction. Maybe we should be trying maybe grapefruit. Can you can, put more can you feeling try grapefruit into for me, it? Alex? I'm, I'm looking for more feeling. Not that feeling though. That's the wrong feeling. A different, better feeling. <laughs> so I want you to tell me, what do you think your character is thinking right now? Cause judging by the voice, I mean, we're going for heroic and I'm getting confused. I, I think the character is confused. So, so tell me, what do you think that the character you're portraying, you know, in a method actor kind of way, what, what is, what's going through his head? It's what's the, going through you? It's the news. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I don't know where you guys are going with this. Uh, that this is, is going too much. I can't work under these conditions. You can talk to my agent, and we can work it out that way. But as far as that goes, that I'm done with the voice for the news input. So we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> so we take agent. it. Are we taking Alex's uh, agent to the octagon? Because I feel like that's the only way we can sell I, this. I think it's time to renegotiate a contract. <laughs> I'll get my goalie stick. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Two-on-one negotiation technique. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. So, news. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a news of silly... It's a, sorry, it's a week of silly news, if you will. Uh I'm right, so game for this. Right off the bat, we got people are bombing the Dota 2 reviews on Steam because they now believe it killed Half-Life 3. I saw that. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I say, should you give some context for that? And yeah. Why people are mad at so Dota? So, in the last week or so since the podcast happened, I'm blanking on his name, but the uh, one of the writers behind Half-Life 3, I should have written this down, posted kind of a what he claims is kind of a fan fiction of a dream he once had that a lot of people are choosing, I think probably correctly so, to interpret as the Half-Life 2 Episode 3 or basis of the Half-Life 3 script. Mm-hmm. And as a result, people that are really into Half-Life are suddenly very angry about there being no Half-Life 3 or no Episode 3. Mm. And... It's been rumored for a long time that because of the move away from traditional games, that's what that, that that's what caused Half Life to not continue. And the reality is, like, if you take a step back in time, you have Gaben out there saying, "Yeah, we're not doing the episodes. These didn't work out so great for us." And it's been kind of a like, what's the last game they put out at this point? Left for Dead Two. Was that actually a Valve game? Yeah. yeah. Well, the last Valve. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so Portal Two came out. Maybe it's Left Portal two. two. Those two came out really close. I think to it's Portal yeah. Two. That hmm. feels it's Portal Two because I got that on the PS3 and got a free version of it for Steam. As long as I hmm. linked my accounts, and I only know this because when I tried to recover my Steam account a couple years back, I used that to recover it. So it okay. appears that technically the most recent game that Valve produced is Dota 2. I'm sorry, yeah. And it's CSGO before that. That makes sense, yeah. And then Portal 2. But one that might said s- Dota 2 officially launched in 2013. No, and 2017. one might also say, despite being very different games, 
CSGO and Dota 2 are very similar games in their marketing strategy. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're all about selling you more stuff. Yep. And if you want to take a, test, uh, a weird step back in the Wayback Machine, remember, you could buy hats for the robots in the multiplayer of Portal 2. <laughs> Jesus, you could? Yeah. I remember that at all. That was the thing. It might not have been at launch, but it was eventually a thing you could do. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disbelieve you at all. Yeah. Yeah, but the Half Life fans are riled up and they're review bombing Dota Two, and I find that concept just hilarious. So, isn't there a part two to this as well? Uh, maybe. What are you thinking? Uh, didn't they announce a Dota Two? I mean, this may have been somebody was just fucking howler monkeying on the internet and shouting out into the jungle but isn't there like a dota 2 uh hearthstone yes uh, you you are correct there is a trading card game based off dota 2 coming which is the most logical continuation of that thing ever yeah and people are that i think is making people even extra mad of so or Half Life Three, a dev or the dev says, "Hey, here's the story I wanted to tell, and I don't think it's gonna get told." Yeah. And Valve says, "Here's your card game," and Half Life Three fans go, "Fuck you!" With something rusty. The and card sharp. game got announced <laughs> as part of the international. Like the Did card, it? yeah, it came out as part of that. Okay. It's not new. It's just it's the latest in the. Hey, you guys are doing a real good job of supporting Dota. Where's Half Life Three? Well, Dota literally prints money for us, so... Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, open a second company that just supports Dota. It will be autonomous, clearly. We'll call it Rioting Games. Yeah. Its logo will be a fist. Two with... fists, because Dota 2. Yeah, two fists. Uh, and they'll be up and in the air holding a And maybe a middle finger with the word Half-Life written on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, precisely. Yeah. Nail on head. Yeah. I, we don't talk a lot about Half-Life 3 or Half-Life 2 Episode 3 on this podcast because I I don't think it's ever going to happen. Like, I, the Half-Life games was existed kind of as a tech demo of some kind, and I uh, there's got to be a certain level of the expectations for that game have got to be so high at this point you would never make them because you're never going to succeed. But I, yeah. either of you holding out hope you'll see a Half-Life 3 or a continuation of that franchise? Uh... My opinion on Half-Life 3 is always, or at least as I most recently listed, I believe, is if they do actually produce that game, it's going to have to be... Um, what's that game that just came out? Uh, Phantom Pain. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five level good. That Sure. Like, this game just cannot l- live on nostalgia. It existed in such a weird in-betweensy spot where yeah. you had to have been cognizant enough to play video games and care about things like the invention of NPC pathing, but aren't so grown up at this moment that video games are out of your life and you have a wife and kids. Yeah. And the number of people that finish that demographic is fucking infinitesimal. This game basically has to start over with a new audience that's never going to go back and play those games. Um, unless Black Mesa takes off and people finally can actually play Half-Life 1. 
and then Half-Life 2. But even then, like, people who didn't grow up with our generation of games, like, are so much less forgiving to a lot of the stuff that happens to them. And and to go one step further, like, part of what made Half-Life and Half-Life 2 so groundbreaking was they were groundbreaking at the time. A lot of things we now take for granted are things that those two games started, but at the same time, like, compared to a modern game, Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 1 don't do anything special, necessarily. They're still good games, but they're not as defining as they were at the time. Yeah. No, at the time, like... It's almost, like, hard to, like, impress upon, like, how important the things that they, those games implemented. Yeah. But once they did it, it was just like, okay, and we're done here. Just everyone has that now. That's just not special at all. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like talking about how important is Halo. Halo in the modern sense, not that important. Halo at the time, it was the first console shooter that didn't suck. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the idea of, like, the invention of a, ma- a character in a video game. It's like, what do you mean the character in a video game? Well, imagine the only games that exist are Tetris and Pong, and someone comes up with a game like Pac-Man yeah. that has a fucking character. Then you're talking like, about the idea of Mario at that point. It's like, hey, it's an icon. Yeah. So, so just the console shooters, I gotta say, I mean, I think it's the first good game console shooter wise after goldeneye because goldeneye was a good fucking first person shooter on a console uh, I, I have to respectfully disagree with you on that one i think people like goldeneye i think halo still holds up goldeneye does not and there's a reason for that I don't know. I've gone back and played Goldeneye. I've not gone back and played Halo. Yeah, yeah I still would go back and play Goldeneye, no problem. Halo, not so much. They're very different, though. Yeah. yeah. Goldeneye does not move at the pace Halo does. No, no, not at all. But, like, I think as as a console shooter for its time, it was fucking great. I, I think that's the difference. I think it's one of those things where Halo still holds up some. You have to talk about Goldeneye as for its time, because... You couldn't move and aim in that game. Yeah, you could. Not easily. Not easily, but you could do it. In Goldeneye? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to necessarily aim so much. That game by default had auto (laughs) aim assist like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was working around its limitations. I think one of the things with Halo as well is that Halo was generation defining. Like... Because during the era where, like, the PlayStation 2 was kind of winding down, the Xbox was coming out, and, like, the GameCube was, like, the next big thing. No, the GameCube was out around that time. Yeah, yeah, I know, it was out around that time, but, like, first it was the war between the GameCube and the PlayStation 2. No. And then Xbox came in late? Xbox came out before the GameCube. It did? Yes. Oh, PlayStation 2 and 64 were battling it out, that's right. I... Yeah, I wouldn't Is say Halo's so much, the first one. I wouldn't say battling it. Like one of those things was curb stomping the other. Yes, this is true. But um, Halo was the first like quote unquote next generation. It's the first modern shooter. It's the first one you could compare to a PC game. It was different, but it still had that same kind of multi-access fast pace to it. Yeah, and you were controlling it. Like again, Goldeneye only works because of the aggressive aim assist. Yeah, cause or cause, when did the original Counter Strike come out? Um, two thousand. Yeah. Halo. They're not gonna make this easy for me. 
I don't know. We are off track. No, we're, we're kind <laughs> of on track still. Oh. This is how it's supposed Hillary. to go. Release date. 2001. 2001. So, Counter-Strike predates it, but as 4 pointed out, Counter-Strike, at the time at least, was not on a console. Yeah. Is it on a console now? Uh, you can get a copy of the source version of it uh, for Xbox. Huh. And I think PlayStation 2, maybe 3. It's it's one of those extreme, it's a technicality. It doesn't, No one fucking plays it. Yeah, like, no one fucking owns it either. Like the Nintendo 64 <laughs> version of um, StarCraft. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. there we go. Ugh. I remember that game so fondly. Because it was terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I kind of tie this all the way back to what we were previously talking about. It's hard talking about Half-Life without bringing up the fact that that game was revolutionary back when there were tons of things to revolutionize. Like part of what made that game so beloved was it just did things no other game had done before that. And I don't think you can make Half-Life 3 and have it just be a really good shooter and have people react well. I think people will say that, but... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Moving on from that, uh, I guess we'll talk about Nintendo quickly. Uh, Nintendo is officially beginning to shut down the Miiverse. It's starting with Japan. It's going offline. Hundreds of people out there crying. Everyone else doesn't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those weird ones where they recreated the Miiverse functionality in Splatoon 2 with no Miiverse, so read into that as much uh, as you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, essentially that's what it sounds like, and yeah, no, 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 no harm, no foul. Yeah. I'm not going to miss it at all. Because we talked about this at length a couple weeks ago, there will be no violent video games under consideration for the Olympics. All right, so... So, what the fuck are you playing? FIFA? Uh, it's uh, car soccer. What's it called? Rocket, Rocket League. League. Yeah. I don't know. Exploding cars might trigger somebody at home. I, uh, Hearthstone. Oh, yeah. RNG fucking heaven. Love that. RNGs take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, RNGs take the wheel. Yeah. It's not exactly clear what that will mean for this conversation, but that's been the things come out of that whole thing. We talked about the French Olympics a while back, or a couple weeks back, so I thought it was worth Olympics. bringing up. Fencing's in the Olympics. I, shooting is in the Olympics, of various types. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bond villain, the game is in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Hell, curling, the brutalist of sports, is in the Olympics. <laughs> Along with Skeleton, Suicide, the sport. Yep. So I'm guessing they'll do StarCraft? Is that is that allowed? Or do blowing I, up alien spaceships trigger somebody at home? You can only play Zerg, though. My Hey, my dad was killed by an alien. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's dumb. Yeah. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Lots of things are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so speaking of dumb, I, I don't know how you feel about Suda Fifty One, Alex, but me and I Jeff say that's a that's a pretty big layup of a transition there. Speaking <laughs> of dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of dumb, uh, some details about Suda Fifty One's new game, Travis Strikes Back, have come out, and this is the dumb part. It's gonna be a Switch exclusive. What? So I'm not surprised by this because gimmick controls or something Suda51 seems to look at go, I don't know why you invented this, but I'm going to make it good anyway. Yeah, I, as someone who as someone who thinks one of the few good games that came out for the Wii period was No More Heroes, I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to do with this. I feel like I'm in the same spot I was when fucking Bayonetta 2 went to the Wii where I'm like, no, I am not buying a whole console for one fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, the trailer out there for the game looks fantastic. It features um, confirmation that video games exist in the No More Heroes universe, and Travis is back. Yep. And he's playing um, Hotline Miami. Yeah. I, it, so, video games that they didn't write. Yeah, it, it also seems to slowly be establishing the idea of the expanded Suda 51 universe because it directly references that. Um, to play game they put out this year what was it called uh drawn to death no um the other one uh the zombie tower fighting game that was basically dark souls uh fuck i'm blanking on the name now i played a ton of it 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 had the grim reaper in it i thought that was drawn to death no um don't know which one you're referring to hang on the game was made by Grasshopper, right? Yeah. Most recently games from them are... Do, 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 Let It Die. Let It Die, yeah. Let It Die, that's what I was thinking of. Let It Die. But yeah, I, I always enjoy a Suda51 joint. This one's got some slick Unreal 4 graphics going on. It's nice to see Suda51 back at it as opposed to just Grasshopper in general, so... It, this game is beautiful. Yeah, it appears to be a sequel, too, so it's not a reboot, but it may be a restart, which I, I, I'm always down for more Travis Touchdown. I don't know if that's here, or I guess I haven't beaten the first one yet, and I don't know what goes on in the second one. Uh, more of the like, same of the first. I say, I don't know if that game, like, restart is just, and now you're in the Johto region, and uh, kick everything around well, you's ass. So you missed the line in the trailer, I guess, where he's like, I've been hiding out, waiting for a whole new world of badasses to come around. Oh, nice. Like, he's just been hanging out in a trailer, waiting for all the cool guys to kill to come back. Mm hmm As is very Travis Touchdown to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the plot to the Invader Zim comic books. Yeah. Except with a toilet. Yeah. And waiting for Dib to get fat and gross. <laughs> it works, it works. Yeah, can't argue with success. Yeah. Also, moving on from that to something we don't normally talk about because we're not a major news outlet. We don't need fluff pieces. But we're going to talk about the PlayStation Plus games for this upcoming month because this is the first time they've included a VR game for free. That's pretty cool, hmm. actually. Yeah, and it goes along with they just drop the price of the PlayStation VR. It's Rigs, which is a game that I believe works as both a VR game and a non-VR game. It's a cool game. It's their flight kind of tribes-ish thing. It's a competitive shooter. It it was a cool thing for the PlayStation VR. 
Speaking of tribes, that reminds me just a little bit of, I was reading an article on the Everyone's Mad at Valve. Yeah. And someone brought up the game Ricochet. Oh, God. And it was amazing seeing the number of people who have no idea what Ricochet cool. is. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. There's a deep cut. But sorry, you may continue. Nah, not much more to say on that. I made the mistake of bringing up tribes. I've invoked a dark name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do not speak of the tribes and its many I symbols. I mean, in, in, like, essence, they're pretty fucking similar. Uh, it's like it's the same game, almost. I know. People, were, people in the comments on Reddit were calling it, like, I didn't know that bounce, bounce and Fling Buzzsaws was a video game. It's like, oh, my God. You miss Tribes Ascend, too, yeah. as well. Ever heard of Tribes, boy? Yeah, so you missed the boat on that one twice, dude. Were you alive in the 90s? Yeah. Apparently you weren't. Or else you'd know about tribes. You'd know how to jet skate. <laughs> but, yeah, to loop it back to the main topic, it's kind of cool that C PlayStation's out there supporting the VR with a free game. I suspect this will not be an ongoing trend, but, hey, it's the first one they've done that's got a VR title in it. That's pretty mm, cool. Yeah. It, it, it kind of is pushing more towards, hey, let's make VR a little more, you know, accepted. And what better way to kind of get people introduced into VR? I mean, obviously that have the headset, but actually, like, play around or yeah. use the VR more than giving a free game on VR. Yeah. So kudos and, to them on that one. Yeah, hence why we're talking about it. Your first hit's was... free. <laughs> yes. To... Well, so speaking of your first hit being free... Uh, the Bethesda Creation Club is now live. The what? Do you not know about this? Oh, the Creation Club? Remember paid mods? Oh, yeah, no, fuck that. I, maybe I'm blocking it out because I don't support the fucking Creation Club. So, They're, no, fuck them. Well, so I, I guess the kind of extra scummy category, not only are paid mods essentially back... But they use made-up Valve money. You convert real money into Bethesda points. Oh, what the fuck? Ah, That's like that episode of The Simpsons where you can buy scratchy dollars when you get to the park. Yep. And then it turns out nobody fucking takes scratchy dollars. Well, the Creation Club does take the credits, but... To... Yeah. Nope. Nope. I hope it... Fucking fails yet again. I, I don't think it's going to. Like you have now, people. The idea beyond creation clubs not a bad one. Like I'm all for modders getting money so they don't starve to death and keep doing the mod thing. But at the same time, like this is kind of like the Steam Workshop where you can create stuff for games and sell them. The issue is that one of the paid mods is horse armor. Quite literally, horse armor. Mm, I'm gonna take a hard pass. On I, that. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you got mods coming to the P. This is also launched on the PC, obviously, but it's also on the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. So, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Our last little piece of news that I kind of pulled just for Jeff and forgot to ask him about earlier. Jeff, do you know what Starfinder is? Starfinder? Yeah. No? It's the sci-fi version of Pathfinder. Oh. All right. It has just come out. I was hoping you'd know more about this. I 
I meant to ask during your week if you'd heard about this, because it looks cool as shit. I mean, it sounds cool as shit. Yeah. I mean, there are sci-fi role-playing games out there, and one that's made by the Pathfinder guys just makes me think that it's just going to be well-written and uh, yeah, easy this, to follow. This appears to be channeling pretty hard the... Um, God damn, I keep forgetting the name. I'm forgetting all kinds of stuff today. Uh, that really specific... Piezo? No, the sci-fi um, tabletop game. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Something Runner? Yeah, Shadow Runner. Shadow Run? Shadow Run? Shadow Run. Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Which was a fantastic game, but good lord, could it get complicated. And, yep. yeah. Yeah, that game also kind of... it. The one thing that I get kind of worried about with sci-fi versus fantasy is a lot of a lot of fantasy problems can be solved very mundanely, very easily. Whereas in sci-fi, a lot of very specific skills are used very specifically. Like, hey, we have a hacker in our group. Okay, well you're, or you know, you're robbing a bank. Does it have a complex security system? No, it has machine turrets. Okay, guys, I'll be in the van. Like, well, there's a lot of. In the sci-fi universe, there can be some over-specialization. It's like your GM has to be like, okay, yeah, there's a, there's a closed-loop camera, and the the security turrets are not just, you know, plugged into the wall, and they just shoot everything that moves. Uh, okay, I'll have to... I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a bone on this one. Well, some of the official art for this game features a Tyrannosaurus Rex-looking motherfucker with a shotgun, and what I can only describe this is a laser axe. So, I'm kind of sold on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and power rubber. I should, pr I should probably tell you that the current magic set that they're uh, starting to release, I don't remember its name, but it's got pirates and dinosaurs in it. Ooh. And those are uh, two things that you enjoy. They are? They yeah, are. Yeah, pirates are a supported uh, subtype now. Like, there are, like, creatures that get plus one, plus one for each other attacking oh, pirates. pirates were always a supported subgroup. They haven't printed one in, or they, like two sets ago, they printed the first pirate in ten years. Pirates have always been a supported subgroup. You just didn't know yeah. about it. That's how good a pirate they are. Oh, exactly. Um, I'm pretty sure ninjas were better supported, <laughs> which is what uh, the sneaky individual you're describing sounds like. Mm. Let you have this one because we got a main topic to move on to. <laughs> So, uh, for our main topic this week, we're going to kind of talk about stream hazards, specifically the fun practice of Steam, of stream sniping, and, I guess, targeting streamers who stream, obviously. I, I actually had fun researching this one. I don't follow lots of streamers, so I was a little bit out of the loop, but I found stories ranging from, like, cabals of people making multiple accounts in Hearthstone to harass this one dude over and over. <laughs> To like um, player unknown battlegrounds has a bunch of issues of people like just straight stalking streamers to like drive over them in cars constantly, which <laughs> I find both of these hilarious. I know Phantom Lord got goddamn swatted. That's less funny. That's Forever a criminal ago. offense. I didn't say it was funny. You're talking stream hazards. That yeah. is a stream hazard. We can talk swatted. Well, so you're the one that kind of broached this topic the other day, Alex. So why don't you start us off on it? Okay, so, uh, recently, I mean, stream sniping has been, kind of been a thing on and off here for a while. Obviously, you stream, and one of the risks you take uh, uh, in streaming is that, you know, the, the chance of something happening there is, is high. 
you're obviously showing what you're doing. You know, I think that was a big thing for StarCraft players. That's why they add the delays and shit like that. Recently, we've had an issue where uh, a, I, I believe there were bans issued. There were some people who were stream sniping uh, a streamer on Twitch, it looks like. And so they, I believe they got banned. <laughs> so, um, yeah, apparently, like, that's that's the thing that's going on right now. So stream sniping can, kind of became a controversial thing because it's like, well, you shouldn't really do it because it's kind of a dick move. But on the other side, the streamer's choosing to stream, you know? They're yeah. doing their thing. So these things can and will happen, you know? Yeah, I... I kind of have a similar reaction to you two, the you on this one, where it's like, no professional athlete out there is talking about how they can't beat this one defense or something. They spend time trying to beat that defense. Like the reality is, you're getting paid to play video games to a certain extent. You are a pro gamer at that point, with all the fun hazards it comes with. Yeah. And so for me, I just thought it was kind of like. Uh, uh... I don't know. I think it's kind of kind of silly, but uh, I mean, look, honestly, if you're if you're getting stream sniped, don't stream or add a bigger fucking delay. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, there's 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 there there's drawbacks on each side, so you know it, it's bound to happen. But personally, I think should you ban people from stream sniping? No, not at all. I have to disagree with that. So. Not a fan of the whole stream sniping situation where there are bands involved. It's the risk you take when you stream. Yeah. It's like it's the risk you take of going into voice chat on Overwatch. You're going to get fucking yelled at at some point. Mm. Yeah. You I guess know? that is an inevitability, yes. Yeah. It's like if you're if you're really worried about that kind of stuff, A, you probably shouldn't be on the internet. Or B, <laughs> turn on the, 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 the child safety filter so you won't see any of that shit on anything. Which means your content would be severely limited on what you can access. So, anyway, I, I just thought it was kind of an interesting topic because it, it's silly. I mean, I don't know what you guys think about it, but I think it's silly as fuck that you're going to ban a player for stream sniping someone when, like, turn off your stream or yeah, hide your map I, or add a delay. Delay. Yeah. I get banning people from your stream. It's the getting banned from games over it that I'm like, no, people troll all the time in games. Like, yeah. yes, this person's helping you advertise, but, like, it's the most baby-crying thing ever, and, I, yeah. Like, it's it's, no, I, the, key, it's the risk you pay when you do this. I agree. Like, it, it's like saying, oh, I want to work customer service, but I don't want any customers to yell at me. No, and, well, like, I, to take it one step further, too, like, the Hearthstone example I mentioned earlier where people were, like, were building decks to stop this one guy... There are ways of editing around your or editing your stream so people don't know what's in your fucking deck. Mm-hmm. Like it to take a step back from kind of a production angle of it, there is uh, there's lots of post production we at SWS do to hide stuff like passwords or emails or occasionally credit card numbers or something like that. And we do we like if we're recording something, we're streaming something, we make sure to make the parts that we don't want out there out there. There are ways mm -hmm. of doing it. It just requires effort. And occasionally it feels a bunch of the successful streamers don't want to put that effort in. Where it's like, oh, I'm getting... It's like, 
oh, they found out this about me. Was there, mm. like, did, didn't you read your mail once on the stream? Well, yeah, idiot. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, they reverse tracked my IP and then swatted me. That's a little more fucked up. That I got sympathy for you. That takes some effort and some time, and that's obviously a very bored individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swatting is a whole nother. Yeah. Topic. That's 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 a whole that's an absolute dick move because not only that, you're getting police officers involved and like they could be doing other things and saving people's lives, but instead they're showing up to a fucking fake raid call and People are losing their shit. That's fucked up, and I hope anybody who does swatting, like, is, is just... You really need to evaluate your life, because that's fucked up. Yeah. Personally. Well, i say you'd wish the most punishing prison sentence on them possible, but uh, that but already started. happens. Yeah. No, i say that already happens. Yeah. The one person that, like, got caught doing that served, like, 20 fucking years. Yeah. Or they're they're currently serving it. Yeah. You know? It, it's... Anybody who reports false crimes should be charged for... Not only wasting police officers' time, but like, you know, potentially taking away people and you know, they're 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 servants of the community. Waste of resources. Yes, waste of resources. So, um, yeah, I'm just yeah the the stream sniping thing. They're like, look, if you're gonna stream snipe somebody, kind of a dick, but if you have every right to do it, only because they're streaming, they should know the risk involved with it. You know, nothing is without its risks. So. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where as a relatively low-risk job, the fact you're stuck dealing with stream sniping as part of streaming as a profession, it's shitty, but, you know, it's not like people get killed over it or anything like that. Suck it up. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... And going kind of back to the point I made earlier, if you're competing in some, like, online tournament or something, take the necessary precautions, like... Professional poker, yes, you can see the cards because you're watching it on TV, but no one at the table is going like, hey, is this a good hand, people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like That's occasionally complaining about this feels like. It's like, oh, they knew what my cards were. You, you left your cards face up on the table and asked the guy next to you what he had. This yeah. is your <laughs> own damn fault. I know I've seen on uh, watching League of Legends streams... Every now and then you'll get someone who's being stream sniped. Yeah. And depending on the player, some of them just like, if this guy really needs to stream snipe in order to not lose, he's not a good player to begin with. And they just shrug it off. Yeah. And that is the correct way to respond to that. Yeah. And then there's people that don't do that. <laughs> um, in some way, it's almost... They're not as good. In a weird way, I almost view it as a form of flattery. Like someone's that interested in your content that they were going out of their way to impact it. I'm sure yeah. it's annoying as fuck, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. That's that's just true. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm also not good enough I mean, at a game I could successfully stream snipe someone. Like, the games I play are typically that have a competitive multiplayer are first-person shooters where it's like, Haha, ha, I know where you are. It's like, yes, yeah, so you know that by running, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fucking play the game and deal with it. Yeah. But, eh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to, to hear these, uh, th these are the these are the first world problems we're having now. Yeah. In our gaming generation. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of it, like, if you're in a tournament scenario, maybe streaming isn't the correct choice wholesale. Yeah. Like, if you're just practicing on the daily, doesn't really matter. None. Just, also, just throw in a fucking delay. Yeah. Like, the amount of stream... I understand it is shittier to watch a stream with a delay because they, uh... They just don't have the, uh, the, you can't interact with the player as quickly. And it's hard to say, hey, that was a really good punch combo right there to, you know, if you're on a 30 second delay and they're trying to remember back to, okay, what the fuck happened that this person's talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, is the downside of it. The other thing is, is there are overlays that can cover like pretty much anything. Yeah. Production value. Uh, exactly. Yes, it's production value, yeah. but it's, not a hard one. No, that that's what I <laughs> meant earlier. I'm like, just fucking do your job at that point. Yeah. Um, in League, it is not uncommon at all to see players playing with just their map is covered. Yeah. Um, it's a good place to put your face cam. They do that too. Yeah, it's an ideal place to put your face cam. Yeah. I remember way back when... Um, there was a player who, uh, I believe it was during when Riot put in some, like, crazy user agreement that was like, if you're going to be one of our, like, paid streamers, you hereby agree to never stream something that isn't our game. Yeah. And, uh, he's not one of their paid streamers, so he decided that he was going to make his border and uh, just, like, a giant ban- banner ad for every other MOBA on the planet. Hey. That's his right. Yep, God-given right right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say on this topic. I, Alex felt more passionate about this last week than he seems to be this week. So, yeah, I, th- I think the big takeaway is swatting is bad. <laughs> no big surprise mm-hmm. on that one. I know that it happened to Phantom Lord while I was on stream, and uh, that was a very not good thing. <laughs> um, like that is actual. That's like the actual act of ruining someone's life. Um. But uh, yeah, a lot of stre- a lot of it comes down to if you have money on the line, you probably shouldn't be streaming, or at the very least, not in a way that your opponent can see. Like you know, if you're at a tournament, and the production team's broadcasting it. Yeah, it's one thing, but if you're you know, if you have money on the line and you decide to stream it, it's really on you. Like, if I happen to, I have you know done games of Hearthstone where I've had my friend literally watching me through Skype doing shared screens and playing against him we weren't playing against each other <laughs> or sorry um and he was giving me advice but we were playing against each other i wasn't just showing him my fucking hand <laughs> um so as that's a little on you with that banning people for stream sniping no that's bullshit um all right i'm gonna go with the answer that's bullshit because uh so one of the things that Blizzard's been okay with is overlay programs like Overwolf in Hearthstone. And what the program does is it keeps track of the number of any given card that your opponent's played. Um, and it does a few other things. And Blizzard basically said, we are okay with this overlay program because it doesn't do anything that you couldn't do with a pen and paper. And... If you are watching someone else's stream, like, this isn't the 90s and we have screen peeking as a thing. Like, yeah. 
you were just using resources that are entirely available to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and you're not, you're not cheating in any way to get them. Like you're not somehow getting a feed of what your opponent sees. They're streaming it. They chose to share it with the world. So I think that banning people for using that information is wrong and they're just using the resources that are actively provided to them. Yeah. If that's an advantage over their opponent, their opponent should stop giving their or the opponent should stop giving their opponent the advantage. Hmm. Yeah. I'm with you on I this think, one. Yeah. Yeah, I have not much more to say on that one. I think people like to complain when they feel they're being slighted, but I don't think they're being slighted in that case, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've kind of worn this one down as far as it's going to go. That's typically my line, but yes, I agree. I just figured it was an interesting topic because yeah. like, this stuff will get, this stuff is going to come up down the line. There's no way it's yeah. not. I mean, it already is now. But, People are going to complain about it later. So. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> a thing. Say, if you if you want to destroy uh, Charlie in PvP in Destiny Two, <laughs> you know to find me. I say you have. You've got two arms. You already have a chance to do it. Yep. <laughs> like, not as a dig at Charlie. Just, like, hereby rely on your own wit, your own cunning, and your own skills. Like, have at you. Come find me. I am not super great at multiplayer in Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Come fight me, bro. Fight me IRL. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, we got the internet big dick over here. I, right? I, I could right? be much better at Destiny multiplayer. <laughs> No, I'm just, that's the standard response of every internet tough guy is fight me IRL. Let's go. Yep. Oh, yeah. The amount of times I've heard that comment in fucking League of Legends. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are the worst. Yeah, I always want to see how a fight me IRL fight would turn out. In all honesty, it would turn out just like you think it would. Absolute fucking hot garbage. Yeah, exactly but, like your guys' movie theater stories. Yeah, yep. I want to see that. Like, I want to see two you nerds. Did see that? Yeah, but it wasn't two <laughs> nerds enter, one nerd leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could be interesting. Yeah. That does it for that, though. Um, we have no emails this week, but if you were going to send us an email, Jeff, or if you were trying, normally we, have the, we take this part of the podcast to answer questions, comments, concerns, meditate on various topics and whatnot. Um, if you were going to try and contact us, preferably in an email variety, how would you do that, Jeff? First, you need to get your hands on Nicolas Cage, the actor. Okay, following. Then you need to produce a movie and script that somehow has in it some very cryptic but obviously enlightening dialogue with our Lord and Savior that uh, has something to the tune of what you want to be read on this podcast. And then the odds of me watching this movie are not bad. The worse it <laughs> is, in fact, the better the chances are. Oh, yeah. No, no. This movie does not need to be good. If anything, I discourage it. At best, if this movie have, yeah. wins like an Oscar or something, I will not fucking watch it. We're talking Ghost Rider two level quality people. We're talking Napalm. Oh. <laughs> um, if you can convince Nicolas Cage to write out your letter in Napalm piss 
bonus point. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'll find that on YouTube as a clip probably at that point. Yeah, you'll be. I won't even have to tell Charlie. He'll just find it on his own. Yeah. And then uh, we'll probably answer it on this podcast. By the way, Napalm Piss, uh, my new band name. Take it on tour oh, next week. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's already a metal is band. This... You can't take that. It isn't? Probably. Napalm yeah. Death is. Boo. Can't take it then. I'll find something else <laughs> to fill the void in my heart. But, Jeff, if we didn't want to get into a contract with one Nicolas Cage, what's another way of contacting us? Uh, alternatively, you can reach us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email, Alex? Uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com, I believe. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Down in the show notes, spelled as it sounds. We'll read the email. We'll probably respond to it. Uh, we love hearing from you people. But, yeah, that's going to do it this week for the podcast. Um, for a change, the Destiny 2 stream will be happening two days after this podcast goes up. Tune in. I will be starting probably like 9 a.m. West Coast time and running till like 4.30 West Coast time. So convert that accordingly. I will literally be going straight from the podcast from the stream into the podcast. So next week's probably going to have some um, Destiny 2 theming to it. Yes. <laughs> so what, what is hype may never die? And we're all aboard the hype train on Destiny 2. Will you be there, Alex, or nah? I, I'm not sure, man. You're stuck I'm, in the I'm, limbo I am. I'm stuck in the fucking limbo, dude. Because fuck, yeah. I mean, the PC version was so fucking good. It really, yeah. like, is fucking with me here, man. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. I totally so. understand. Now, if they do cross-save, I'll, I'll see you there, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah... But, yeah, content will continue as normal unless something catastrophic happens. Uh, stuff going up. Stuff continuing. Uh, anything you kind of think you want to pimp quickly? Uh, nothing at this time other than catch me streaming throughout the week. Mave Online, across the board. Twitch, Mixer, YouTube Gaming. I do not have a Vape.TV channel yet, but that is in the works. Amateur. <laughs> if you're not vaping, yeah. if you're not streaming on the Vape.TV, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing with my life, Charlie. <laughs> Kata, what's going on here, man? I've... <laughs> For all the real streamers hang, vape.tv. Yeah. <laughs> and there's now a new Persona 4 video up on Southern Wicked Studios, which it came out earlier today, so I haven't watched it yet, but I totally <laughs> shit will. So I'm pimping other people watching YouTube play Persona. Oh, at the same time. Yes, I am aware Jim is bad at stealth games. You get to watch my slow descent into madness start soon in Metal Gear. It starts this hey. week and continues in the next week's episode. Nice. And hi, Jim. <laughs> I know you'll never listen to this, but hi, Jim. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, it's like me playing stealth games when I was playing Hitman. That was no, fun. you're better at stealth games than Jim is. Ah, okay. Well, I'm bad at what uh, playing Persona because I always like to check the fridge. That's not bad. That's just annoying. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what's gonna happen the day he actually gets to make a bento. Box. I don't know. I, I, I I'm half expecting to be like, nope, nothing in the fridge today. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother checking. 
one day, I think one day it's going to have you actually make stuff. I'll be like, ah, you know what? I'm not in the mood to cook. <laughs> and just walk away. Start the next day. In hindsight, that game doesn't give you the option to do that very often. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Which is why it's important. Yeah. Ah. But spoilers <clears throat> for Persona 4 playthrough aside. Um, this has been the Wicked Awesome cast. Who wants to take us out? Kill the battle!